This week we're off to Kenya and Kamundu, which is a new natural coffee that we've sourced, especially for you this week. So this week's coffee is called Kamandu, um, and it comes from a very different region to where we normally buy our Kenyans from. So uh, we've talked about Nyeri and Thika in the past. This is from the north of Nairobi. Um, and this is actually the traditional places where uh, coffee was first planted uh, in Kenya back in the day. I'm really excited to actually find a coffee from this region that I like because it's quite, uh, quite unusual. It is um, a naturally processed coffee. Um, and again, we've been working really hard to find, try and find good naturals uh, in Kenya. Um, and we've had uh, one in the past that we've worked with very closely, but this is kind of fun, uh, that which is the, um, come on Steve, you can do this, it's not the Kieni, it's the, uh, what is the natural that we have? So we've got Thika, Kariga and Tinga! My memory is most possibly the worst memory in the world, and that's why I have some notes in front of me to try and remember these things. But basically, this week's coffee has been inspired from Chinga, from our importers. So we were using an importer to bring in the Kenyas a couple of years ago. We're now bringing them in in a different way, but they tasted the natural from Chinga and went, this is fantastic. Why don't we try and get somebody else to do it? So they spoke um, to uh, one of their partners in Kenya, and they've done a natural, and they've shown them us, and we were like, yeah, we love them too, so we've taken them. Why is it unusual to find naturals uh, in Kenya? Well, the Kenya process is actually quite unique, where there's a lot of submersion in water. Central South America, it tends to be very much pulped and dry fermented, where quite often in uh, Ethiopia and Kenya in particular, there's an underwater fermentation on them, and it gives it a very distinct style. So people who go looking for Kenya coffees, and particularly the varietals they have of like SL34, SL28, this is an SL34 by the way, um, but uh, they give you that very typical profile and they don't really want to mess with it. So they don't do naturals because they don't want to mess with that. And the only things that would tend to get naturaled in Kenya um, now would be uh, something like uh, the, the boonies, they call them, which are just basically the dry, shriveled, floating cherries that don't really, that, which they'll drink themselves or sell in the internal market. So when you ask them to do a natural, they're like, really? With the good stuff? But I think you'll agree that this week's is going to give you that amazing cup. So after my mmm, 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 shall we see whether Roland knows more than me with Roland's daft fact of the week? It's that really sad part where we have to talk to Roland and find his daft fact of the week. So come with me, Wobblecam. He looks very busy as always. Ro Roland, what do you actually do here? I'm not sure, Steve. Can you tell me? Mm, you give daft facts. Give me a daft fact. I do give daft facts. But I can't remember at this moment. But it's really good when you mess up on camera. <laughs> Roland being rubbish. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Did you know that Kiambu was traditionally inhabited by the Kikuyu people who now make up about 20% of uh, Kenya's demographic. That must make them one of the largest demographics in Kenya. It is. Interesting. We are done.
Okay, so we're back and I have a clever dripper that's been on the go for around about three minutes now. So I need something to fill a minute. So if I'm going to fill a minute, why don't we do Rate My Brew? Rate My Brew is where you can send any picture onto the Instagram. And if you put the hashtag has been, we will search through and we may feature you on here. Um, little tip, if you're doing it this week, you're very likely to be on next week's. So please do. And what you should do is what this week's has done, which is Dr. Barney, uh, who has put a in my mug bag picture of his Peru from a number of weeks ago. Um, and um, yep. Yeah, it said if you put it in my mug type item in there, you would stand more chance of getting on. So into the cupboard for the mug of this week. And we have hashtag love tasty coffee. I've no idea. Another freebie. Um, so that's the look of the drawer. So the clever dripper is going through. We're just going to let that drip into there. See, this is why clever drippers aren't clever. It's slowing down very much. I was hoping for it to come through much quicker than this. Um, I tend to go for a very similar grind as the cafetiere grind uh, that you'll see on the screen now. Um, big chunks, big boulders. So you don't get this that's happening, which is the stalling. Um, I obviously haven't gone coarse enough. Um, do play around with the clever dripper because it, you can use it two ways. You can either use it as a, a filter type brew where you're going to have a, a much shorter contact time uh, and a much finer grind. I tend to use it much more as a, as, as a clean French press. So that immersion, um, but bigger boulders um, to, uh, to make that go. So that's nearly finished. So I'm going to take that off at this point, pop that to one side. Now I can smell this coffee already and I can smell what it's going to taste of because it smells like warm Ribena. And it tastes like warm Ribena. It is blackcurrant, it is blueberry, um, it is juicy, um, it's got lots of acidity. Lots of acidity. For a natural, incredibly clean. Um, a triumph it's an amazing coffee um, I cannot wait to hear all of the positive feedback on this one because this is an absolutely exceptional example of a Kenyan natural hope you're enjoying it at home I hope you're enjoying watching these it's always a pleasure to have you along please do come back next week but it's time for you to leave with these words life is too short for bad coffee <laughs>